What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. I think Ole Valley? I'm not sure who the... Uh, there was a, like two teams left in the small school that were undefeated. It was, it was not Ole Valley. I, I, I don't have it in front of me here, but I know I remember that Warren Hills was one of them. And the action continues. That I think the small school championship game set for 3, 3 p.m. JV... I believe a little bit later on, like five or six. And then the big school championship game tips off tonight about seven, all at Cedar Beach. The weather's been great. Uh, they had to move the first night inside to, to Whitehall on Thursday night. They've been outside. A little warm yesterday. Got to be a little warmer today. But always better to just stay outside and not have to relocate and be, be forced inside on the spur of the moment. So it looks weather much like U.S. Open, Senior Open, Weather after Thursday been good for, for the golf and also good for the uh, basketball. All right, uh, let's get back to uh, to Carly. Originally with Carly Kirchnavi, new head coach of the Palisades Pirates Girls Program. Uh, by the way, did I, did you, you, you mentioned that uh, you had Brian Gilbert as a teacher. Were you ever in one of those Kevin Ronalds classes? I think you were maybe. When I was down, I used to come down like once a year and talk to the kids and... In, 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 uh, and in one of Kevin's classes, were you ever in one of those? I was, yes, yep. I had, I had Kevin. If I recall, it was what sports and society or something. Yeah, like it was a sports. Was, I, I was class. thinking, where was that class when I was a kid uh, in the seven, growing up in the seventies? Where was that class? I, I, I had a lot of classes I didn't like. I would have liked the sports class. <laughs> I know I got lucky. <laughs> so you, you, you were in there and you heard my spiel, I guess, once probably. So, yeah, I had to have because I was with Kevin. So I And I thought <laughs> I'd see, I would come down and I'd do trivia and I would usually come up with like something. I'd give a T-shirt here and a koozie there or whatever. You know, yep. I, I, I always tried to I always tried to give stuff out to, to win people over. I mean, they're not going to sit there and listen to me for 20 minutes. So I, I got to I got to entice them by giving out trivia questions. And I used to do that. But I, I always enjoyed my trips to, to Palisades, by the way. And uh, the kids were always great. Um, tell me about uh, Binghamton a little bit. You come out of a, you were our, our morning call player of the year as a senior. And uh, I believe in 2016, four years at, at Binghamton. The last one, um, I, I think you were done pretty much. Were you done with your season when COVID hit in 2020? Yeah. Yep. We were. So we actually qualified for the the WBI tournament, uh, which I actually made to my, I believe it was my sophomore year. So we qualified for that. And unfortunately that was the only thing that we missed out. So luckily we we were able to finish out the conference tournament um, and place all that before, before COVID shut everything down. Well, and then like many high school uh, kids that lost out on a lot of stuff once COVID hit in March of uh, 2020, uh, you know, you had to wait on your graduation until this past October, right? I mean, you had to wait a, a year, a year and ch- about a year and a half to get to graduate from Binghamton. Yeah, no, I, I always, I always told people, I feel like, 
you know, I'm very, I'm very lucky, very lucky. Like, you know, I know COVID hit a lot of people very hard in, in many ways. And, you know, it stunk having to, you know, leave college in the blink of an eye and, and not have a graduation and not be able to play in that tournament. But truthfully, I feel like I, I was able to still get through everything, right? I didn't have to miss out on a season. You know, I missed out on a tournament. But, yeah, like these high school players, you know, the softball team, any any spring sport, I should say, really, um, they all lost their seasons, and it was it was a shame. Um, so, you know, I'm very thankful, and luckily Binghamton did do a, quote, unquote, 2020 makeup graduation. So I was able to wear my cap and gown. I was able to walk across the stage and, you know, get the recognition and have my name called rather than just have it pop up on a screen. So it was really special, and I was really thankful that Binghamton did that for me, which I did attend, like you said, in, in this past October. Um, but I'm graduation I look at it this way graduation is the only thing I missed out on but they were able to make that up for me so therefore I, I do call myself very lucky um considering what everyone else experienced you uh were a legend at Palisades and and uh I actually think you were great I mean I, I, I being the softball beat writer I've been the softball beat writer for 40 some years so I you know I'm always like partial to, to that sport and you were phenomenal but you you gave it up, I think, in your senior year, didn't you? You didn't play as a senior at, with the Pirates in softball. Yeah, it was it was a tough decision. I love softball and basketball so much, and I remember telling multiple people, I don't know what sport I want to pursue in college, and you know it, it's a little inevitable to you know you can't really do both, um, depending what level you go at. So you know, it came to a decision where I believe it was freshman sophomore year. You know, I wanted to focus all my time on basketball and then, you know, senior year, just knowing that I committed to Binghamton, um, you know, just kind of the schedule I had at school. I had, you know, early dismissal and stuff. I actually kind of got a little ahead and started to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to work, you know, get a little bit of money before going to school. But, yeah, I, I didn't – I sat out my senior year, and I don't want to say I don't, I don't regret it, but, you know, I'm a little mad at myself that I did that because – looking how the softball team did, like softball is my second passion. Um, but yeah, I, I love both sports so much. Well, yeah. And, um, and you never get it back. I mean, once you're gone, it's, it's gone. You're not, it's not like I say, Hey, I have a year of eligibility with the Palisade softball team. Can I, can I put, <laughs> put the, put the, uh, the, the purple uniform on again? You know, you can't do that. But, uh, but I know talking to again, Brian Gilbert, he said the girls, a lot of the girls watched you play when they were like in elementary school. Now they're like in middle school or maybe even starting high school. And, and that's great. Um, uh, but the, the, you know, the, I, I believe you have the ability uh, more so than a lot of other new coaches to connect. Cause they know you, your name that everybody knows down there. And uh, are you finding that the girls are interested? The younger girls are interested. They want to come out. They want to be a part of this thing. They know, they know Carly Kirchnavi and they want to be part of maybe a new regime down there. Yeah, for sure. I, I know Gilbert, I know Gilbert met with the high schoolers and, you know, talked to them and, you know, he said how so many people had interest and, um, you know, I definitely think I connect, I can connect with them, you know, on a very different level than, than most one, because like you said, they did watch me, you know, they were the youth, the youngsters um, that played at halftime or on youth night. They were the ones that were in the stands, you know, watching us play when I was still in high school so it's, it's really special to have those girls that, you know, watch me, that follow me, and, and now to be a part of the program and, and coach them is just a feeling that I can't even describe. And at first, when I when I was even assistant for Palisades, I didn't realize 
the impact and how special it is to come back to your alma mater with all these young girls that looked up to you or, you know, that just love the sport that are so excited to have me back. And I know I talked to you the other day, the open gyms, I have it for both middle school and high school. And the middle school interest is awesome. I am getting eight, nine girls from the middle school solely that are coming out to these open gyms that are working hard, that are wanting to learn, that are, you know, intertwining with the older girls. And that is just super exciting to see that I have so much interest from the level. When I when I actually met with the middle schoolers, it was kind of like a, a school-wide announcement. Anyone interested in basketball, please, you know, go to the cafeteria. I I think it. I had so many girls, that's I great. was like shocked. And, you know, not all of them are coming out, but that's okay. Um, you know, just the fact that there's so much interest at a young level and that some are coming out to the open gyms, you know, trying to, you know, really set a new foundation for, for Palisades girls basketball. And it starts young, right? Everyone knows that it starts young and it builds its way up. So um, I'm really excited to see, you know, what the upcoming years will bring with all this interest. Um, but you know, they definitely seem to be excited. And like I said, when I, when I'm coaching them, they're listening and you know, that's, that's important. They're not, you know, they're, they're trying, they're listening. They're really trying to implement what I'm telling them. So that's, that's really good. And, you know, so far things are off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I, it continues that way. I think when, when you speak, especially to the middle schools, and I hope it also happens for the high schoolers too, when you speak with that name that you have and, and, and uh, the status that you have, I think those girls are going to listen. They should listen. And, uh, you know, you have the ability at 24 to really relate. You're, you're you know, six years removed yourself now from, from Palisades and uh, as, as a high school athlete. And I think that's a great asset that you have the ability to relate at 24. Yet, you, I'm, I, I said this to you before the other day, when I'm talking to you, I think I'm talking to somebody who's like 44 and has been coaching for 20 some years. You have such maturity about you and, and uh, um, you're just amazing in that regard. But, uh, but no, you can relate to these kids. You know what they're thinking about. It's not that long ago. You know the struggles that a, a 16, 17-year-old, 18-year-old may have. It wasn't that too long ago. And I think that's a big plus for you. Yeah, no, exactly. Like we, like we talked about the other day, you know, my ultimate goal is, of course, to make these girls better athletes, better basketball players, but at the end of the day, better females. Like I hope I can be a role model to them and, you know, teach them how to be a strong, independent, hardworking woman. Um, so when they graduate high school and they go into college or whatever their, you know, their track may be, that I give them the tools and the knowledge to, you know, to be successful and to not crumble. So, you know, that's really exciting. You know, the fact that I am younger, I can relate, but, you know, besides just being a female and, you know, having, you know, working with the girls on the, on the flip side of it too, you know, of course, you know, being at Palisades, I know what it's like, you know, to go through tough times, right. You know, Palisades, we weren't winning state titles, right. We did make mm -hmm. it to districts, mm -hmm. but I also know what it takes to, to fight and to grind and to not give up and, and know that, you know, there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel as long as you keep showing up and you keep working. So I think that too is also really special because, you know, I wasn't winning state titles, but, you know, when you did get those, when you, when you had those really good games of fighting as a team and, you know, you won or you were so close to winning, there's still so much to be proud of and still so much that you can accomplish, you know, even though we're not a, a top school in the state, which is, which is all right. But of course, my goal is to build the program to, you know, to get us getting back to districts and, you know, hopefully at some point getting to states. 
Um, but, you know, of course, one step at a time. But I think I can relate to them, you know, on, on multiple levels here, you know, on and off the court. So that's terrific. And my, my final question, I, I, a lot of hoopla, um, I brought a variety of things this past week, but I'm going to stick with the Title IX and um, a big, a significant milestone, 50 years. I, I could speak from a sports reporter who's been uh, at the morning call now for 40 years plus, actually 43 if you count my part-time years, but 40 full-time. And I've covered girls' basketball. I, I've been covering a lot of girls' softball for, I mean, for 40 years I've covered girls' softball, some a, a, a bunch of girls' basketball, a bunch, a, a smattering of field hockey and volleyball and other things along the way too. And I would say thank God for Title IX because it has just enhanced the quality of athletics in the Lehigh Valley. So many of our coaching legends, so many of our best athletes. I see right now somebody just sent me a text about Gina Lewandowski was a phenomenal soccer player. She's retiring, but she's got a clinic today over at St. Luke's on North Sherman Street in Allentown. And that's, I mean, you probably can't make, and if you're out there interested in that, that starts soon, but 11 o'clock. But another tremendous young lady. And I, I, I don't know if you ever think about it, Carly, but 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 thank God for Title IX and, and what it's done for, for uh, women's athletics. No, you make a really good point, you know, celebrating you know, 50 years, I don't, you know, you don't realize the impact, right? Like I, I was able to just go to school and have the availability to play, to play girls basketball. But, you know, when you think about it, it is really significant. And, you know, that's something that, you know, Brian Gilbert said too, you know, bringing me on staff as, as the girls coach, you know, he's like, I think it's really great to have, you know, another female coach in the mix. And, you know, I, I had all male coaches, when I was playing up until college and, you know, everyone's different, but it's, it's great to see, you know, these young, these young girls or whatever, taking on these roles because it's really going to make an impact. You know, these, these young girls need someone who they can relate and, you know, someone to talk to and just the opportunity to play. And it is really significant. And I, I'm extremely thankful. And I know up at Binghamton, you know, we celebrate it like title nine and, and all that as well. So it's, it's, it's really, like you said, I wasn't, when you know we were fighting for the title nine to come through but i am really appreciative of that and you know just thankful that i that i was able to have the opportunity that i that i had and you know that these girls do too so it's really important and you know extremely thankful and it's definitely something to be recognized yeah i think it's terrific and uh, you know as somebody who this uh, last couple years i've been covering both baseball and softball in the spring been splitting my time and when I look at it, the records for softball generally just start at like 72, 73, where the baseball, we can go back and find championships from the 50s and the 40s. And then you realize, hey, it's relatively new. It's still a relatively new thing. And thank God it's here. I've, I've had some of my most favorite moments in sports coverage covering female. I was there for several of Allentown Central Catholic's girls basketball state titles. Uh, I remember I was there when Parkland won a, a girls basketball state title. Um, I, I've covered too many softball state championships to remember. And those are some of the best moments. And if it wasn't for title nine, we probably wouldn't have those moments. And that's, that's, it's great to celebrate, uh, the 50 year anniversary, but Carly. And think about girls wrestling. Oh yes. That's that's becoming popular on onward and upward with that. I mean, we're going to be dynamite in that sport too, for not already. So, 
as more because we yeah. are we are <laughs> as you know a wrestling a, a big time wrestling area. So, Carly, a, a delight yeah. and a pleasure to have you on the show. I'll be following you. Uh, hope I get to see you somewhere along the way. But you're a great young lady, and uh, I wish you all the best at your alma mater with the Palisades Pirates. And uh, like I said before, we'll be we'll be following along. And I know there might be some growing pains. It sounds like it might be some growing pains, but you're going to get that thing. Uh, on track, and, and you're going to be very successful, I have no doubt. Yes, I'm, I'm ready for it. But no, Keith, thank you so much for having me. I really do uh, I really do appreciate it. Um, always a pleasure, you know, talking with you. So thank you again. Okay, Carly. We'll, we'll do this again. You win some games next year, we're going we're gonna to get you back on. So uh, I appreciate the, <laughs> There I, we go. I appreciate the time. All the best to you. Thank you, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> thank you. That's Carly Kachanavi. A fine young lady from Palisades. We need a break. We're going to come back. We're going to touch base with Glenn Klein. Let's get to my friend, uh, get the latest what's happening at Cedar Beach with the Cedar Beach Basketball Showcase, the one and only Glenn Klein. Glenn, how, how's it going out there, my friend? Good, good, good. We started at 8 o'clock and we're rolling. Terrific. Uh, do you have any scores, any early scores uh, for me? I can give you winners, not scores. I'm okay. under the tent right now. That, that's uh, fine. Reading, let's see. Reading... Reading beat Peberg. They advanced. Notre Dame lost in overtime to Central Dolphin. Wilson okay. Westlawn beat Burks Catholic. And Emmaus beat Liberty. So they all advance to the loser's bracket. Emmaus will play Wilson Westlawn at 12 o'clock. Reading will play Central Dolphin at 12 o'clock. Right now on court one, we have Freedom and Lower Dolphin. Okay. I'm sorry, Central Dolphin right now. Freedom's winning, and on court two, we have Muhlenberg and Central, and Central's up eight. Okay. Well, I hate to be biased, but I will. I want, I want some of the local well, teams I to win. That's what you're going to say. Uh, I, well, I, listen, if I want a nice crowd, I want Central, too. Yes, And yes. I'm like Switzerland. I can't stick for anybody. Hey, tell me about how things have gone from your perspective. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, we had some, you know, a glitch. a minor hiccup or two. We're yes. good. Yes. We just keep moving. That's all. You can't. When something happens in this tournament, you cannot sit back and dwell on it because it, it'll eat you up. You just mm-hmm. got to keep going. You mm-hmm. keep, something happens, injury, keep going. This happens, no scorekeeper, keep going. John and I kept score for the 8 o'clock game. We got to run a tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody doesn't show up. You, you, you call another team, get another team, or you advance them, cancel the referee, save some money, and you keep moving. You mm-hmm. got to keep moving. Uh, absolutely. It but does, The tournament doesn't stop because of one team. Exactly. Yep. Good call on that. Uh, but you're looking forward to a great day. I mean, it's going to be a little warm, but I think the schedule's so spread out, I think that you're going to be fine in terms of the well, kids are going to still be energized. Thing, I think the best thing we did to, this year was no makeshift court. Right. Everything's on the major courts. We've got Marlon Thomas in there with his crew, and, you know, the, he runs the JVs, but he reports to us, and we get all the stats. We get, get his referees for him. We get him his scorekeepers if he's short. We all work together. You know what I mean? There's no... He runs a tournament when he's not with me, and he has his own deal. But when he's here, he's on our staff. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. We're all one. We're all one tournament. Somebody came up to me yesterday and says, "Oh, Marlon's guy's got food, and I didn't get food. Shut up and keep keep, keep score. That's it. We'll get your food." <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to hear none of that. <laughs> You've been doing this a long time. You still enjoy it. You still enjoy, especially championship Sunday. Doubting it this year a little bit. I didn't feel it, but once you start doing it, you have to do it, Keith. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was approached by a few people this year, and I said, you know, I, I heard you were going to quit. And I said, not really. I said, I'm getting a little, you know, 
not excited about it because there's so much bureaucracy and bulls that you got to go through to get it done. And they said, well, we're going to cut down on that. And I said, well, that's good. That's music to my ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, Service Electric will be out there today? Yes, sir. And they're going to televise uh, all the championship games? They are doing the small school and the large school, and I'm going to be texting Ryan Kelly as soon as I'm done with you to see if he's doing the JV. Okay, what, possibility for the folks that might be listening? Say, hey, I, I, I'm gonna, I got stuff early in the day, but I want to come out later in the day. What, what's the time frame on the championships? Uh, relatively speaking, I uh, don't think three o'clock, three o'clock for small school, five o'clock for JV, and seven o'clock for varsity. Beautiful, nice, That's nice. Providing there's not three overtimes, you know what I mean? I gotcha. We started the day out with an eight o'clock game that went overtime. Yeah, wow. And then the referee okay. came up to me and said, "JV should play overtime." I said, "Keep referee, and I'll run the tournament." <laughs> But uh, how about you? Know Keith, you're down here. Everyone has an opinion. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, a lot of opinions under the tent. That, that's for sure. But uh, yep. you have a great staff. I mean, uh, John Haribek. What can you say about him and the and the people that you surround yourself John's with? John's the man. John's the man. He's yep. the, if I it's my shadow. If I could, I've, if John wasn't here, I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. You you know, Bob- he always says, "When you go, Glenn, I'm going." I says, "Well, I'm not going, but you know." We'll hang in there for a couple more years and see what happens. And you got it's eight. A, it's, a, it's a labor of love. Yeah, it is. It is. And and you got my 82-year-old friend who's like 42 or 32, Mr. Bob Trinkle, under that tent as well. He's the, he's the He's got the tent cautioned off today with tape that looks like something from a Sylvester Stallone movie. <laughs> I mean, it's all over. You get in there. You ain't getting out. <laughs> he's, he's got it all over Keith. He was, and he's yelling at me, where's the caution tape? And, I, I keep, and John and I are keeping score. <laughs> so I said, it's in the back of my truck on the trailer. So I said, my Listen to me. <laughs> he needs to see. He needs to see. And he wants that area, area cleared in front of him. So He's the man. <laughs> it's uh, the highlight of my summer just seeing him and working with him. Well, uh, he's I been, hope I'm not sharp, but I'm 85 years old. Me too. Me too. He's only 82. Let's not push it with him. He's 82. Okay, I'm not. My bad. But, but uh, no, uh, so we're looking for some great action. There's been some great yeah, I, great play I out there. Say this, I always say this, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, and I support Randy Atia's tournament 100%. Randy and I are very good friends. Everybody has their venue. I believe that the double elimination, which is used by college baseball and college softball with the girls, you wind up with the two best teams. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't lie. Pool system, you have a chance for a team that scored more points to go home. Maybe that team that got sent home could have won the championship. I don't ever want that hanging over my head. I do double elimination. It's like the tough man contest. Mm-hmm. So you win, you get rewarded. You lose, you go into the loser's bracket. Although, you know, when you get to the finals, we don't make that team play twice. Right. Mm-hmm. Once they get to the finals, that team that comes out of the loser's bracket only has to beat the championship team once. Mm-hmm. I got you. Well, it should be. And look, at you, you just added another famous alum to the tournament. Uh, I, You know, he didn't make it yet. And we, 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 keep, we keep reminding folks that he, just because you're drafted doesn't mean you're on the roster. But we're excited. And, and it's another feather in the cap of Well, uh, I, I of didn't hear you on that one, Keith. Tyrese Martin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's a, there's a big list there, the sexy list I call it. It's it's a it's, an, Nelson, it's, 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 it's a know, very Danielle impressive Marshall, list. Rip very Hamilton, impressive. Aaron Gray, know, Darren Hilliard. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of Aaron Gray had a chance to beat Chester three times and and didn't do it. Once mm-hmm. in regulation, once in first overtime, once in the second overtime. But he went on for a good career with the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Give Here, it for debt. Naismith Player of the Year at, at Utah. That's right. 
you you come out to the Cedar Cedar Beach and you watch these games and just just remember what you see because one day you're well, going to say I watched yeah. that kid play on court yeah. one at Cedar Beach or court you two at Cedar you, Beach. You know what Rocky Rocky Marsh not Marciano Rocky Graziano said someone up there likes me. There you go. There you go. Well, Glenn, I'll see you in a little bit. Uh, keep, All right, my friend. Keep keep doing your thing. And, Thank uh, you for promoting the tournament with your radio show. I appreciate it one hundred percent. And keep keep trickle in line. It's not easy, but you got to do it. And uh, so I'll see I'll, I'll see him out breakfast there in a little is bit. Waiting for you, Keith. What's it waiting for me? Breakfast. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Yep. I'll make a beeline right out there then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you so much, Glenn, right, for coming. Guys, thank I, you. I'll see you in a little bit. All right. All right. Bye bye. Now, take care. That's Glenn Klein, Cedar Beach Basketball Showcase. At Cedar Beach, uh, you heard the, the the small school at three, the JV Championship five, the big school varsity wraps it all up about seven tonight. They're spread out nicely because there are award ceremonies in between stuff and and uh, time for the kids to unwind a little bit. So it sounds like a good day in the heat. It's gonna be warm out there. Take take a bottle of water with you, and they do have uh, for purchase. You know, the kids get it for free, but you know, there's a there's a concession stand out there. A food truck out there, so uh, you you might want to stay high. Make sure you stay hydrated today. It's going to be pretty warm out there, but it is summer. To me, this is the time of year I want to savor every day, and and uh, winter can go by quickly. And and look at when you get to my age, everything seems to go by quickly. But uh, the summer, especially, like I feel like it's that sand that slips through your hands. You know, it's like amazing sure. how time the time goes by quickly in the summertime for me. We have a busy summer in tap, by the way. The Groller family, we have a lot going on, but uh, it'll be, it'll be, I'll be blinking my eye, it'll be Labor Day, which is always sad. Uh, except if you love the football, we love the football, and, and then we're getting in the high gear. College, high school, pros, all you know around the Labor Day. Well, you know what? I was able to slow down and enjoy my day yesterday. I did wind up going to the U.S. Senior Open mm-hmm. for, for a couple you hours. Enjoyed it? Had a very good time. Yeah, yeah no, it nice. was cool. Um, very nice. I had never really done the golf major before. So, you know what? I followed around Jim Furyk for a little mm-hmm. bit, and I credit myself with his good day because he shot a five under yesterday. If you would have done that every day, if I had been following him around that course every day, Jim Furyk would be winning this tournament right now. Oh. I'm sorry, Jim. I'll let you down. Well, then, you know, it's kind of your fault then that we don't, we're not going to have 100%. We're not yeah. going to have a repeat. That's why I'm champion, apologizing. Unless he makes an Are you going to get down to the day to support him? I probably won't have a chance. <laughs> He's also 11 strokes back heading into the day. So, come on. I, I'm not a miracle worker. I got you. All right. Well, a guy that's headed to the beach, I think it's Myrtle Beach. I'm not sure. But uh, let's get my buddy Eric Snyder in here. Eric uh, had one of the late games last night at uh, Cedar Beach Basketball Showcase. But a couple wins for the Ruffies. Eric's always got a lot of stuff going on. But, Eric, where are you at right now? What uh, I always like to get like a travel update on uh, when people are traveling as we visit with them on the show. Going to the Outer Banks, not Myrtle Beach. Oh, you're going now. Wait a minute. See, I'm not good in geography. Is that further? Is that further down than Myrtle? No, it's North Carolina. Okay. North Carolina. Oh yeah, you like yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, you like North Carolina and yeah. everything. Like <laughs> that's right. Like a lot of caddy people. Um, yeah. but no, you yeah. you you've been there for years, right? You've been going there for years. Well, we've done Myrtle Beach, Sandbridge Beach in Virginia, Outer Banks, and Ocean City. So we've spread it out over those four. Okay. Now, where does uh, where do the Outer Banks rank? Number one? No, actually, number four for me. Really? Uh, where and there's not and, much to do down there. How about you like that sand, which is near um, Virginia Beach, right? 
Yeah, Sandbridge Beach. You were going there, I think. That was probably your most frequent stop, right? You you went there for several years. Yeah, we started at Myrtle Beach for a couple, maybe four, and then we went Sandbridge for about ten. And then my brother, neighbor, owned a house at the Outer Banks, and when we started going there. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't care where you go. It's the beach. Have a great time. It's it's not it's not the Lehigh Valley. You don't have to look at the PPLs, the the P, the t- top of the PPL. It's always a pleasure. I love the PPL, but you know, hey, if it's not in the skyline for a couple of days, that's good with me. Um, but no, you were you're headed down there. You had a good showing, I thought, in the uh, Cedar Beach Showcase. You've won a couple of games in the summer league. Uh, you know, you had a tough winter season, but I, things seem to be looking up, my friend. Yeah, we uh, we were fortunate enough to uh, – well, we knocked off Roberto Clemente, which happened to beat Saucon Valley yesterday um, it, right before us. But then we had a clinker against um, Ole Valley. And, well, that was the later one, Earl, uh, Warren Hills in the morning. Well, actually, at 2 o'clock. They, we went off to a 7 nothing lead. I thought, man, this is going to be good. And then they went on to like a 20-0 to run. And we just couldn't get back in. They shot very well. Both teams did, Ole and Warren Hills. And uh, But our kids, tell you what, we got four games. We got three different days we played. Uh, granted, we only had seven or eight kids uh, each game. And we were, like everybody else, we were missing a lot of players. But, you know, it's it's a great experience. And uh, hopefully, like, like we told the kids, we weren't in a lot of games last year. So we didn't know what it was like to play in a close game. And now we played in some close games. We got to learn to shoot foul shots better. That's for sure. So, the, uh, the 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 big school small school concept, not only in this tournament but in the league, seems to be working out. It, it really gives more fair for people to match up with, you know, just like we have a six A, five A, four A, three A, whatever in 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 the district. Uh, I think this work this concept works up well. There, there's no question. That was a great move by those guys to do that, and it. It gives the kids incentive because, you know, like Colin Hawk, who's helping us, he graduated in 2017. He was saying, Coach, remember when we came down here, we played Allen in the first round, mm-hmm. and that's when they had Tyree Smart in right. the league, Williams. I mean, you know, that, we had no shot. But it, it, it does. It gives much more excitement, much more intensity. And, again, you're usually playing close games. Gotcha. Um, now, you're also – I always got to – because people are going to ask me, and you could you could knock it out of the park right now in terms of the information. Are, is there going to be a TOC? Will there, what what are the dates of the TOC? Will, will, are, is, is the TOC gone? Are we going to have a battle of the boroughs? You can clear that up for me right now. I, I you, no TOC because there's no adult leagues. I guess are very few, but you still have the caddy and the North Caddy leagues going, and you're going to have. I think you're going to line up a battle of the boroughs. I think right. We, yeah, I wish we could rekindle the TOC because it went throughout the whole valley and that made it more fun. But I'm, there are no leagues, like you said. So it's going to be a battle of the boroughs, best of three between the two teams. And that was pretty neat. I like that concept. Um, well, you sat there for the final game last year. Actually, it was we there had back to go indoors. Back to back nights in the, in the old caddy gym there. The old, uh, what's it now? The middle school? What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the old high school. Uh huh. And, yep. and, and here's what impressed me about that. Although I was a little concerned that you know somebody going to start swinging or whatever, I was impressed with the intensity, and you know I've seen it at the TOC too in the outdoors. But I don't know something about being inside gets everybody all tensed 
And uh, it was quite contentious at times. And some legends, I mean, you had like Ray Barbosa and uh, Darnell Braswell and Eddie Olson. And the list goes on and on of like past legends that are competing. And uh, it was it was fun. Now, do you have have you firmed up dates for the Battle of the Burrows? Well, uh, probably going to be after our trip to St. Louis. Okay, that's that's um, then we're talking only, talking late later in like mid August then. Yep, probably August tenth or eleventh, okay. somewhere around there. Okay, good. Okay, um, but I guess we're still in the. You run the North. Which which league you run? The Caddy League or the North Caddy or both? You, North Caddy, right? Caddy. Okay. Caddy. How, uh, how many teams you got in there, Eric? We have ten. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a very good league this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really there's a lot of quality teams. Well, I think you might be benefiting from. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just surmising that with with the less leagues, the few leagues that are left are going to get really good talent because they have no. You know, people don't have as many options to go. They're gonna. You know, you're you're gonna get probably the cream of the crop in your league, right? Well, yep, and we do. And but but the bad thing, not bad, good, depending on how you look at it. A lot of the teams in the caddy league are also in the North Caddy League or a combination of those teams. Mm-hmm. And like what you said, how heated it was last year. They're playing each other all summer. Right. You know, familiarity breeds contempt. You bet. And, uh, you know, that's that's the negative. They see each other and then, you know, they, they've seen each other all summer. Now they want to brawl. It was nice when the, we had the TOC because you were seeing teams that you didn't yes. see all summer. Yes. And that was nice. Who's in there this year? And I, I did hear that uh, Brendan Boyle's in there this year, fresh out of Notre Dame High School, on his way to Kutztown University. Uh, he, uh, who are some of the guys that, that are that are maybe in for the first time or the second-year players that are really shining in, in that league? Well, he's playing Nigel Long from uh, Liberty. He's the coach. Puts the team in. Yes. He has a team, and he has Brendan on the team. He has uh, the two kids from Central Joyce and Thomas are on the team. Uh, Thomas's older brother, the one that went to Becca, I can't. Julian, think Julian, name. yeah, Julian. I mean, it's it, they're a bunch of younger kids uh, with some older ones sprinkled in there. So that that has the newest team. Moravian College took. We didn't go in it this year. Our high school team, Caddy, because we we went in the Allentown League. So Moravian College took our spot in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Meeker's playing with Eddie Olson on uh, Olsen Landscape, and that's a new team. Uh, Aiden Elwood has a fresh young group uh, with Sable plays, one of the Calculreses. I can't think of which one. The one that didn't go to Stephen F. Austin, whichever one that is. I think that's, um, I think that's uh, Matt, Matt Calculrese. Okay, they're on the team. And then you got the old guard like GNS and, of course, the defending TOC champs, and maybe the last one ever was um, the Caddy Corner. with That was my son's team with the Halls. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know Anthony Brinkley and Zeber and all the, the caddy coaches, Alex Parker. So you know it's a good mix of those guys are old in the tooth now. You know, they're well, the, Hall they're Hall was the, out there after you left. I mean, he had one of the last games of the night. Northampton JV uh, playing. I think that went overtime. There for Northampton JV went overtime, and and Hall's coaching Northampton. So. Uh, Derf won the game, so I think North, Northampton's done. But uh, yeah, you 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 cannot help but but know a, when a hall walks by. <laughs> He's a big no no, generally a big fella. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, both of them, Derek. You know, I mean, well, Derek 
Phil's hurt now, the guy that was coaching mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. He hurt his wrist. Um, and they picked up uh, – they got some youth now. They got uh, Mark Lesko. Oh, yeah. Lucas, Lucas Lesko, Mark's son. I mean, I said it's getting bad now because I've been running the league. Mark is in it. Now his son is in the league. Mm-hmm. So it might be time for me to get out. No, no. I, well, I do have this philosophy because I said to Danny Hargrove yesterday, I said I can't wait to see your kid play at Liberty. He's supposed to be a phenomenal player. I think his name is Brock Hargrove. I, boy, am I, I'm, I'm, I'm not good on the names. I know his last name's Hargrove. But he's going to be a phenomenal player as a freshman at Liberty this year. And I think I once had a list, and I, don't, I, I stopped the list, but we're, I'm like at 35, 40 father-son or mother-daughter combinations that I've covered in my career. I, and I say, I even kidded with Danny. He said, when, when we get to grandkids, it's time for me to go. You know, when I, when, we get, to, oh when, I, when I get the grandfather-grandson combinations, it's definitely time for me to, to call it a career. Uh, and that could be happening. Who knows? That could be happening sometime soon. But uh, but no, Luke, Lucas Lesko, you're right. Another another a name uh, uh, that uh, we, we've had before, Har- you know, the Hargroves. It goes on and on and on. But I, before I let you go and let you get back on your trip to Outer Banks, there's a big, you're coming back and there's a big uh, event at North Caddy on the 2nd, next Saturday, right? So tell me about that a little bit. I- Okay, that's the an- oh, not annual. We do it about every four years. It's called the J4 Celebration. Mm-hmm. And, of course, in 2026 is the 250th anniversary. But we're having it this year, and it's at the North Caddy Playground. And one of the events is we are playing Northampton in an exhibition boys basketball game at 11-15. And then our girls are playing. I don't know who Mark Saramula got yet, but he's getting somebody to play. And then it's, it's, we're going to have Ben Ferenczak runs a thing called the Mega Reunion. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's it's anybody from Caddy and friends and the foes, you know, if you were involved or you get anything like that. And the whole baseball softball field at North Caddy is like there's tents all over, and you see people. Supposedly Larry Miller's going to be there. Oh, that'd be supposedly nice. he's going to be signing autographs. Yep. Uh, I don't think Pat Kelly made it home. I don't think Jonathan Lynn's going to be around. I'm not sure about Anthony Record, but. Larry Miller's book being so hot and everything, he he has told everybody, and he's we've been told he's going to be there. So, um, you know, it, it, it's really nice if you see people that you haven't seen in decades, and um, it's and nice to just mill around. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And then at night, there's a fireworks. Okay, um, so it's at, an all-day affair field. capped by fireworks at night. What time did we get did you get started up there? Is that around? Well, you said the basketball's at eleven already, so. 11, well, eleven o'clock at the Patriotic Triangle. Okay, it's called. That's, okay, that's when they're. Yeah, I might have to and, make a trip. Uh, up, we, I might have to make a trip yeah. up there. I, 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 it sounds like a great event on on the second. It sounds like fun. Yeah, it is. You would really truly enjoy it. Um, it's like I said, you will. It's kind of like the old timers reunion that yes. you just had. Yes, yes. It's and again, there's people there not from Caddy, but you mm-hmm. know, the, okay. the friends and foes. All right. Well, Eric, you have safe travels. Be well, and I'll see. You. Maybe I'll see you next Saturday when you're back uh, up at that event. It sounds like a good good event. If not, I'll see you sometime soon, somewhere along the way. But all the best to you, and enjoy your vacation. 
Hey, and, go, and thank you, and congratulations on your 40th anniversary coming up. Yes, thank you. Thank you and Margie. Not th- Margie hey. deserves a medal. Yeah, we're, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. we got two weeks oh, to go yet. So, so, uh, all right. <laughs> two weeks, I don't know. Could end in two weeks. I don't know. All right, thank you, Eric. we got to go. Thank you so much. All right. That's all my, right, thanks. That's my friend Eric Snyder. We'll back, be back to wrap up this edition of Calling of Sports after this. I hope Eric has a great trip. I want to thank, of course, my good buddy, Mr. Andrew Stone. Andrew, final words from you as we wrap up. And fast. Look, it. I don't know about you. These are two of the fastest hours I have. I know. No, today did fly. Um, Yeah, I got one thing to say, and that is uh, shout out to the weave. We waited till the end this week. But you know what? I never dropped the ball on this, Keith. I was ready to go. Did you ever know that you're my hero? (laughs) Not weave, you, because I would have been in big time trouble. Thank you so much. Of course. So we've happy final shout out of the month of June. And also a shout out to my father because I shouted him out, if you'll recall, last week Mm -hmm. on Father's Day. And I said I was so thankful that he always listens while I'm on. Well, I got over to his house to have brunch uh, after the show. And he was like, ah, yeah, I forgot to listen. So, Dad, this is your last shot. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.